Asalaamu Alaikum sisters, it's Shahida here and today we have the lovely Ghazala here on our podcast um, all the way from Windsor in London. So Asalaamu Alaikum Ghazala. Wa Alaikum Salaam, Wa Alaikum Salaam, how are you? I'm really well, how are you? Yes, really good, very excited. I know, Thank you I'm, for inviting me. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you because um, I know you've been through a lot in your um life shall we say and i thought some of your experiences um some of the sisters here could benefit from and um one of the areas was how to heal from a narcissistic relationship mm -hmm. yeah sure i mean i think um part of it is realizing what is actually going on because we just you know, on a daily basis, we just fall into our little traps of how we've been raised and um, how, how automatically we behave and how automatically we answer. So stepping back and looking at not just the relationship and not just the narcissistic person, but also ourselves. And I think that's quite important to come away and look and um, think about ourselves and work on ourselves um, because I think one of the things I've learned is that um, and I found this really hard to grasp initially was you know if you want to change a situation if you want something to change you have to change something in you and when I first heard this I used to think well how does that work it's not me that's wrong it's not me that's got the problem here you know and um, so I, I, I kept thinking about how that can be used and how was it even true and uh, it took me quite a while actually to um, think about uh, you know how do I change myself what do I change change one thing what do I change start small mm. start changing one thing that you might do which could be accepting that sort of behavior that could be the change you know but I won't accept this sort of behavior and knowing what my boundaries are. So I would say defining your boundaries and what you're happy to accept and what you're not happy to accept. So it's a lot of finding out about yourself and thinking to yourself, right, you know, I, I've got these boundaries. Now I know what my boundaries are. I've thought about them. And what do I do if somebody crosses the boundary? How do I behave? How do I um you know let people know that they've crossed my boundary when did you first um discover that like about looking inside first because i'm the same as you i never thought about that until after yeah yeah i think i think because to be honest i think how we grow up it all starts obviously from our homes and with our parents so how we are raised and um, obviously our parents you know they do their best they, they do what they know to be the best and to keep you safe and to uh, ensure that you have a you know safe and happy life when you know you're married or you're away from them so so I think some of that can be um, I think that that is sometimes where the difficulty is because um, I know just from my own personal experience uh, so my mother was widowed we lost our father when, when we were quite young and so in order to keep us inverted commas safe um in england you know and we didn't have many um uh, uh we didn't have many um relatives here so uh we, so she was quite worried about 
you know, um, a girl in England, mm. in this country. And um, so, uh, so she would, uh, she wouldn't basically allow me to do very much. So as a person, I didn't develop enough myself. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, and, and it was important for me at the time to, very important for me to, at the time to, to marry a, a Muslim, Muslim person yeah. and uh, have Islam as, you know, the, 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 you know, in my life and be, mm living a Muslim life and uh, so I found that um, and then also then what I expected from this Muslim guy you know I think my expectations were uh, very immature I would have to say and very much you know very much like a Mills and Boone novel you know what mm. you know you know what, what you sort of read and what you in a novel almost like you know it should be like this and I'll, I'll get married and we'll love each other and we'll be together and and we'll have children and we'll raise them in a you know islamic way and 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 that that was what you know my ultimate desire and um you know i wouldn't work and i'd be looking after the children and, every, and it would all be lovely <laughs> you know that was my my idea of uh, of you know this relationship and sadly um, and unfortunately, um, that was quite immature. And I think, um, I think, I think we have to almost we're almost not allowed to grow up and not mature enough in, mm. inside as girls because we're a bit sometimes can be a bit too protected. Um, so I think we have to really develop ourselves and have the confidence and also know what your rights are, you know, have, have your rights, not just as a, as a wife or as a daughter, but as a human and as a person in your own self, how, you know, know your rights. And that, this is where, um, you know, then you, you, once you know what your rights are and once you know what your boundaries are, um, you can then look at those boundaries. And when people cross those boundaries, you can politely remind them that, you know, that's that's the boundary crossed um and if you don't know what they are then you just get angry mm. and then you just get upset so so you kind of need to have a bit of clarity in your own mind about yourself and and look at you no not just think from head upwards look you know you think from head downwards look mm. at yourself your body your person you stand back and look at yourself you know go to the sky if you have to and look down at yourself where do you fit in in the whole of this world where do you fit in with your partner your parents your children um so you know you, you have to I, I always think you have to think a lot more of yourself and we're not just you know somebody's wife or somebody's daughter we are people or somebody's mother you know we are people in our own rights so i think that there's a lot of that you just become you know the, this sort of subservient mm. you've got you know you're this and you've got to dress like this and that's it and you can't say these certain things because you can't have those conversations <laughs> yes. Yes. You know, you mustn't have those conversations because you mustn't say those things because it's not nice. Okay. So, but, but feel, you know, feel comfortable that you can have, you're just exploring. A conversation is, is exploring and discuss, mm. discussing. It's not, oh, you shouldn't say things like that because that's not nice. It was never it's, modelled to us, was it? If you think about it. No. Like, no none of us was modelled to us. No, and that's, that's precisely it, that we're all very, um, I mean, you don't, you know, there's a, there's a balance, you know, you don't have to go completely, you know, <laughs> women's liberation, yeah. you know, you can, you can there's, there's a, a middle, middle ground, which is normal, which is where we never get to when we're being raised. Um, I, my personal, from personal experience, um, I just found that I was, um, 
you know, for me, uh, I, I because I wanted Islam naturally in my life mm. as a child, I I I knew what I wanted, and unfortunately, I didn't get that from my former spouse who was you know, had done Hajj three times before I met him. So mm. to me, I was quite impressed with all of this. And I thought, wow, you know, the family must be in my head, my model family, and they mm. must be there. But they weren't at all. And you know what? Now, having come away from all of that, I think, well, actually, they are just people. At the end of the day, we are just people and we make mm. mistakes, we do things wrong. And, and my idea of perfection, maybe not their idea of perfection, and my idea of what it li- means to live Islamically may not be what they think it is um you know so i think you have to kind of watch for that um but but mostly you have to you have to define what you want what you as a person as a human what you want out of your life and what you're willing to tolerate what you're willing to forgive and what you're willing to discuss so what is up for discussion on the table what you know so you have to know what you want to begin with. We have to know ourselves. We, we don't know ourselves enough. Um, and we're sent from home to the marriage and we don't even know who we are, you know? So I think, I think a lot has to do with that and, and the toleration. And also, you know, I think if it's a husband, let's say a narcissistic husband, um, I, think, I think there's no um, perfect person there's no perfect person. And I think that you, you have to have conversations and you may have to have com- uncomfortable conversations, but you have to respect yourself. If you don't respect yourself and you are completely subservient because that's how we're shown, that's what we're shown mm. to behave, mm. um, you know, it's, it just makes it very easy for, for people to behave in that way towards us. So this is where taking that ownership and changing the one thing in you or the two things or the 10 things, Mm. but you've got to discover what those things are first. So you have to know yourself. We never get to know ourselves because we're constantly being told, oh, you've got to do this. You've got to wear this. You've got to behave like this. You mustn't say this. You must say this. So you constantly, yeah, you're constantly, you're not allowed to develop (laughs) because you've got to fit into this society and fit into this room and fit into this picture. (laughs) So it's, yeah, so... So, and I think I realized all of this after my marriage, my first marriage ended and I had many, many days and nights of thinking and, um, and trying to figure out and, and feeling ashamed to go outside and fee- see people, you know, see people uh, like I wouldn't go to parties or any celebrations, you know, in the, in the Muslim arena in the families and, you know, and I had a son and who, um, who was four years old at the time. And I just found it very, very difficult to have a divorce label on my head. And, um, and I felt labelled and I felt ashamed. There was nobody divorced in my family and there's just no way that could have happened. Uh, but it did happen and it had to happen. And it was, if somebody had told me that was what was going to happen to me, I think I wouldn't have gone any further with my life because it's just what what you, what I've managed to do and get through to the other side um, was very uncomfortable and very against my beliefs. Uh, but the whole thread throughout this was my faith, my religion, my my beliefs and, and my my religion and my conversations with God, even when I'm not on the prayer mat. And those conversations don't have to be five times a day. Those conversations are constant. And how I thank God 
and how I feel grateful at little things, tiny things that, and I think that's noticing those tiny things, you know, noticing, um, just just the brilliant moment you may have had at home with your family all together mm. just we just had a lovely breakfast and it wasn't planned it was just it just happened and, and I acknowledged it and I thanked you know Allah for for that because that's very precious and just just every day noticing those things that happen that you come together and you've had a lovely you know it was 10-15 minutes breakfast mm. together we just happened to all come together and and I really appreciated the love that radiated from that breakfast, you know, um, and that's so appreciating things and um, acknowledging things. And I think going back right back again to when, when I uh, was very, very young and the divorce was happening and I lost my mother and I had a very young brother. So I was managing quite a few things at a very young age. And um I wasn't coping at all, at all. I was just, um, you know, I was very, very low. And the one thing that kept me going, and probably the only thing, was my child, who I felt deserved everything. And uh, obviously, I wanted to protect him. Mm. Um, So the, the thing that kept me sane and on top of my life was him. And you know above all else whatever I did um it mattered because because he will be the adult of tomorrow so my life today whatever I do my child who's for a man child so he does need good you know model modeled behavior from a father or a man or men whether it's a grandfather whether it's uncles it doesn't have to be the father um you know that that's quite important but as a mother also um the, because i'm raising the next generation of man that i don't mm. want to become like the narcissistic person that i was with mm. so i need to really watch that and how i am with him every single moment that i am with him and how he mm. feels when he's away from me how he trusts me when he's away from me and what he thinks of me when he's at school when he's away from me so so what could i do and how could i be to make him the man that he has now become. So um, that was really important, the, the, um, how I was with my child. And mm. that, that did keep me quite sane, I have to say. <laughs> that, because I didn't want that hurt of whatever mm. happened in my relationship with his father. I did not want that to become something for him and his future. And then me ruin another man of tomorrow. I did not want that. I I want it to stop. Whatever has happened has to stop with me because I'm not letting it go any further. I'm not going to create a man of tomorrow or a woman of tomorrow um, the way that I have felt and and what what I had to go through. So I need confident, loved, you know, um, educated young people, girls or boys. So, So it's how we are with our children when these difficult moments happen you know that makes a difference because 10 years 20 years will go very quickly yeah and you've the damage is done you know you've created that that next generation do you think that that some of his behavior will feed through to i mean your son's grown up now but did you worry that some of his behavior might feed into him i did yes i did and that that's why um 
and, and of course it did you know there's that saying that uh, give give me a boy and I'll give you a man you know at yeah. um, age five or seven or something so I, I, I've got that saying quite wrong there but <laughs> you know what I mean so so but it, it's like it's the first five to seven years of a child's yeah. life that they are formed so yes I did and that's one of the reasons um that I needed to I I needed to it for it to be correct that doesn't matter how much I love my husband or my life or my, my marriage. When you have children, that is the most important focus because you have had a child and you are now responsible for that child's future. So however they turn out, it's your, it's, it's to do with you. I'm, I'm sorry, but I, that's what I really mm. believe because I am in control and in charge of my child. And I did not want that to go wrong because I love my child, because I gave birth to him and I love him. Whether I gave birth to him or not, it doesn't matter. It's, it's a child that, that I'm a mother to. No, so that was very, very important that, um, of course, that influence would be there. And, it, and, and, and probably that was part of the breakup too, mm. because I couldn't tolerate, no. I couldn't tolerate that, you know, the copying, because it would happen. It, it is mimicked and copied. Yeah. And, and, and also the, just... The child then thinking, oh, my mother is bullied or she's crying or why is this happening, mm. you know, and I don't, I don't want that for my, my son mm. uh, and to have that, that deep sadness, it will be inside of him. It doesn't matter how much you sugarcoat all of this, yeah. it will be inside of him. Mm. And I didn't want that for him. You know, I, I remember when, my, I mean, my father died when I was 10, but I do remember a couple of occasions when my mom and dad may have had words. You know, and you just do because as a child, you sort of think, oh, is it my fault that they're fighting? Yeah. Is it me? Or why are they fighting? Or what have I done now? And I didn't want that for him. You know, I, I didn't want to get to the end of my life. I was 20 something. I was like 25 or 26. Mm. And at that age, for me, I thought to myself, I don't want to get to the end of my life and regret giving my son this legacy mm. I did not want to have any regrets about raising my child I wanted that young man to be a healthy happy educated young man who was happy in himself and I did not want to feel that I've left this child on this earth yeah. and it's my fault he's here because I wanted him mm. I wanted him to be here God gave me him and now it's my duty to look after him it's my duty because I wanted it and I was I was gifted a child mm. You know, so it's so important, so important that we don't replicate this and let it continue and we stop it right now. No, I absolutely agree. And know you're saying about you took baby steps um, to actually heal and learn more about yourself mm. and everything. How did you start with that? Well, I was really lucky because I had, um, I, I was so confused. I was so upset and I couldn't. I didn't know where to start and um and my my mother died around the same sort of literally year or two she'd been ill and I'd been looking after my little brother and had my own son and it was he was about two and I lived quite far from her so I was trying to help her and it was all very complicated and depressing to be fair I was 24 25 you know and uh, and I, I I wasn't handling it very well at all internally externally I was doing it all internally I was quite a mess and then when she finally died that is when I really lost the plot that um, because my former husband was not very um, sympathetic or helpful and I felt such a deep loss that I actually 
couldn't focus on what was going on and I and, and I ended up actually not liking him very much because that was the time that I needed him mm. and that was the time when I that the only real time that you need I suppose you need your spouse and even when you say your you know your marriage vows in, in, if you go to a church and, the, and you know the marriage vows and it's like and in sickness and in health for you know for richer for poorer mm. um, and in, in you know in good times and bad times and that was the one time I needed him and he wasn't there for me and I think that was the nail in the coffin I would say for me it's I still hadn't made that decision I still couldn't mm. let go of the marriage but it was the turning point of um, me actually starting to hate him to be fair and hating the situation but I didn't know how to get out of the situation and make it better because I was mm. so young and then my mother had now died and I didn't have my father and I had a little brother to look after so so it was very a lot of balls to juggle and I did go very much into myself and I didn't mm. see a lot of people but I did all that time I spent I suppose I was working it out and I was working out to, and I was very lucky at the time where I was working they were offering um, through British Airways they were offering counselling and um, so my, my manager suggested I do this and because I was not very good at work either, I'd be probably staring quite a bit out the window and trying to pretend I could do the, you know, my work and, and I was obviously managing it, but I'd sort of got, got this counseling and she, um, Liliana, I'd say that was the big turning point for me. And I learned so much from her. I learned, I learned about how to look after myself and we don't look after ourselves this is going back to us being raised how we're raised mm. we don't look after ourselves we don't have where our boundaries we don't have you know we've never seen them. it we've never seen no. it have we no, our we parents um mums has never looked no done anything for themselves no no and it's and we're always sacrificing we're always mm. sacrificing and so no wonder we are producing these narcissistic men this mm. is what we're doing because we are constantly letting them get away with it because mm. we're a good girl and you, you mustn't say this, you mustn't say that. So there is the contradiction. There's the dichotomy. Do you know your boundaries and your rights? But this is where it can be quite difficult. So one thing is knowing them. The second thing is how you deliver that. It's a delivery, I think, that can get quite difficult because then we become these very non-Muslim, inverted commas, English, whatever label they want to throw at it, because we all of a sudden we know we know that what we have, you know, where, where our boundaries are mm -hmm. and what we're going to tolerate, what we're not going to tolerate. So it's the, then the delivery of this is what we will tolerate. It's that delivery that is important because what, if you get that delivery right, then then they will listen to your valid comment rather than demonizing you because you have become so you know westernized and you have become mm. you never used to be like this and you can't say this and you can't say that instead of actually listening to the content of what you're saying and that's that's the part that's hard people don't listen to the content our people don't because no we, you have to fit into this box or that box yeah. or that box. so if they don't so if we can get that delivery right once we've figured out what we feel about ourselves who we are what we'll tolerate what we won't tolerate and then we're able to deliver that to the the people that are the narcissists that that may be around us whoever they are um husband parents friends whoever that is where so so you know you you kind of have to know yourself mm -hmm. 
right? And and even in the Bible, um, there's a point where Jesus says, you know, um, says, you know, know thyself. Mm. And, it's, and, and it's so true that until we know ourselves, because we haven't been allowed to know ourselves, because we've always had to fit into a picture or fit into a um, category or, you know, don't do this, don't do that syndrome. Um, because what will people say? It's the delivery that's important of, of where you say, no, you're not, this is acceptable. This is not acceptable. Um, so you've got to find 100%. a percent. I totally agree there. Yeah. It really you is. Have to find, you have to find yeah. a neutral, neutral voice to say mm. it because, because the thing is you want to be angry. That's the best bit that I struggle with that still the anger but you know and, and it could be <laughs> so so when you deliver a message like that you've got it's got to be a cool message yeah and um and, and you know the thing is you know how you carry this sack on the back of your bag and you keep putting all this stuff in it like okay it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it doesn't matter i'll tolerate 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 and all of a sudden when that bag is just going to burst you're going to dump it all at the you know in front of that person so that is where you you've got to not you've got to address each of those little things rather than collecting them and then dumping them in one one place so um so, so you you have to really peel it all back go back to yeah. when you were little know you who are you who are you who am i what do i like what don't i like what do i love what's my so for me i the one thing throughout my life when my father died my mother died my, my bad divorce even today to this day is my faith and my faith is my private thing inside of my body in my head in my mind it's my faith it's what i do and how i live my life how i live my life and how i raise my kids and how i my 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 marriage now is and my, how my home is and i do not indoctrinate other people i do not mm. tell people how to live their life and how how they should behave as muslims mm. if, unless they ask of course but you know then but but i it's how i live mm. and how what i want because I'm not interested in how, what, what, you know, telling you how to be a Muslim and or telling you how to, what you should do or shouldn't do. And that is a big problem in our society. Yes. <laughs> how we, you should do this, you shouldn't do that. And that's all, you know, uh, to be honest, that really puts me off a lot of people that may be of the same faith as me, because mm. it, a lot of it is you should, you should, you shouldn't. And yeah. I just think, well, rather than say that, you know, there, there's, why don't you model that behavior that you you think is right mm. no you know? absolutely and that resonates with me so much because that's how i've been brought up as well exactly like we've been taught mm. don't do this don't do that it's all it's almost like we couldn't be ourselves. You, you can't be yourself at you can't all be yourself. exactly <laughs> you have to fit into this this thing that you're because it's too shameful you see yeah. it's too shameful for you to even ask that question because why should you because you have to accept what you've been told yeah. and this is where the whole rights thing is you know you're, you're smothered you're it's suffocation just fit into this please because otherwise we're going to look terrible yeah. you know but the thing is that you don't have to but it's when you deliver these messages so actually i'm learning from my son my son is he's quite cool <laughs> no my older son so i do have a little one as well because i did remarry and i married a man that wasn't muslim when i met him and um and you know i never wanted to force anything onto him he was he was just a good man he was introduced to me actually and he's he was um he was good because 
the reason I really liked him was because straight away he loved my son and straight away um, he, 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 he wanted to do what I wanted to do mm. and he gave me respect as a female. He mm. respected me and he didn't tell me what to do. He went with what I wanted to do for, for us and for the family and he stopped obviously he was eating pork because they don't know any better then so he so he, he would stop eating he didn't tell me he didn't declare any of this he just stopped doing all these things and 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 uh, and you know I just thought wow that's so respectful and um you know he and then when we got married um obviously we we had our um nikah and um and I wanted to throw a, a big party and where we were doing the party was in, um, in, uh, it was, it was quite a nice place. And there was a, there was a small church nearby. It was beautiful church. And you know what? I thought, how's this? And he did, he didn't want this. He didn't say this, but I thought, you know what? It's a place of worship. It's God. It's the same God. And let's have the civil part in the church. And, um, and, you know, I thought, oh, there's going to be some family members. Some people are not going to be very happy about this. And you know what? Everybody came and we had the civil ceremony there. And we had, and also I wanted to bring some tolerance into it as well. You know, it's okay. There is, this is a church, but why do you hate churches? Why do you hate this? Why do you hate that? I don't want hate. I want tolerance and love. And, um, you know that was quite quite interesting and it and it was very nice when everybody was very happy with with the whole situation but but you see so my husband my 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 husband he's very um and and you know he he became muslim of course and um you know he he um the, even the our Maldi was he was so lovely when we were having the nikah he he just said he said oh you know don't teach him too many things too quickly take your time mm. and and he was so, and you know, it really restored my faith in, because I was starting to, because of everything, I was starting to feel quite angry at like, you know, how, how we're raised, how we have all this in our, you know, how all these people behave. But he was so sweet and he just said, you know, teach him slowly, teach him. And you know what, for me, this man loved my child. This man loved me. This man did everything the way I wanted to. He's never once questions how I run the home, how what I buy, what I shop, what I cook, mm. and and to me that's you know that's quite a bit a big thing. And and for him to accept everything without me even asking him mm. for me that was quite a big deal. So um, and we have a son. We have a little uh, boy as well together, um, Zane. And you, you would never know that we that you know what happened to me before. It's not obvious now. It's not. But, but I have had to do a lot of work on myself, mm. on me. And of course, you know what? There's arguments in every marriage, in every relationship. There'll be something, and you just have to go through those um, those moments and times. And and I always step back, and I still apply the same thing to myself. What is it? I could have done differently what could hmm. I have done differently how could so you replay it and how could that have been different you know because I'm not right all the time definitely you know and so so I still believe I have work to do till yeah. the day I die I'll be working on myself you know a hundred percent we're learning yeah. all the time about all ourselves time. aren't we yeah. whether whether it's official online yeah. learning something or 
or changing ourselves and yeah. refining ourselves. We have to keep refining ourselves, look for things within us, know our boundaries mm. and know how to give that message that you've overstepped my boundary. That is very important. Deliver that message in, a, in the most effective way that people will hear the message, hear the contents of that message and yeah. not want to, not want to shout at you because you are being not in that box that they wanted to place you in. Yeah. Because you've just come out of that box. So, so that's really important. We must work on ourselves and not accept these comments or behaviors. We don't accept them, but there's mm. ways of doing it. And you know what they can, people can be changed or modified, you know, like that you can modify your own behavior and the whole mirroring thing of, you know, behaviors too and modify and people people can learn so my husband has learned i've learned we've learned from each other you know we'll have an argument we you know we, we talk it through um after we've cooled down obviously and you know you sort of think well how could i have done that differently what could i have said what did i actually mean and have that healthy conversation and be, and, and apologize if you have to if, it, if yeah. you feel you have to do that apology do not feel embarrassed about apologizing it's very good to apologize and but it's not about being right, is it? It's, it's about no. you're both no, in the same boat, same team. That is actually narcissism. If you so yeah. if you're being narcissistic, then if you have to be yeah. right, you know. So it's not about being right, and it could be, you know, maybe something happened to you when you were a child, and and that's how you reacted. And it was a trigger for something. You mm. might have reacted because it was a trigger. So you have to know your triggers as well. Yeah. You know, I know my triggers, and but I still learn, and I still mm. sometimes don't know them because. Um, some, something will happen and, I, and why do I feel like this? Why? You have to question why you feel like that. Where does it come from? Where did it find that place in your body, in your heart, in your head? Yeah. Why do you feel this? So know your triggers. And, and it's, often, it's often from something way back in your childhood or well, something someone said or, yeah. and then yeah. you take it out on this person and it's actually got nothing to do with them. And no, that's right. <laughs> because because you've you've got that behaviour because the trigger <laughs> happened. You've now behaved in a certain way, and you've gone way over uh, what you should have said or mm. how you should have delivered that message. Because it's actually got nothing to do with them, and they just happen to be in the firing line. So you know, and and that is what I'm saying to you that 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 same thing could be there for the other person because how were they raised? Yeah, how was. That person raised, sometimes you have to stand back and look at that too. Where have they yeah. come from? What's, what's their family like? What do they, who are they, you know, who's, who's the sort of main person in that family? And what do they expect? What sort of, you know, upbringing has that person had? So, so then, you know, you can modify yourself, your language. You can modify your language, your behaviours to make that a good outcome and a good conversation and a learning thing for both of you rather than you're both hurt you're both in your corners and you're both not talking to each other and you both haven't learned a thing you know let's okay you're gonna have a fight have a good clean fight and work out what is going on there you know what what can we learn from this what can we both learn and immediately you know what your boundaries are that person will be aware and they will not overstep them and if they do you deliver it nicely deliver that nice message because you think is it's happens. when it's in, when you're there in that moment having that disagreement or whatever do you step away and then come back and talk or do you try and solve yeah. it then 
no no you can't you can't solve it there because it depends <laughs> it depends on your own level of hot-headedness and okay. the person that you're fighting with because some people so i mean some people just want to keep fighting it out you know and so personally i i withdraw i have to withdraw because Okay. I don't want to get any more angry and I, and I have to withdraw and I have to think about it. And, and, you know, if the relationship is worth saving and you value that relationship, then you think about it and you think, okay, I always think, well, what did I do wrong there? How could that have been different? How, what did I say or do? I do analyze it. And I mm. think, let me look at myself first. What, what happened? Why did I say this? What happened? And then how could that have been different? Could I have said something different? Could I have behaved differently? Could I have chosen a better time? That's the other mm. thing. Unfortunately, with men, it is a lot to do with timing. Yeah. And we always get it. Women tend to get it wrong. I have to say, speaking for myself, I tend to get it wrong. So, you know, I think um, I can process things faster and more simultaneously than mm. my husband. And I'll just start blah, 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 as soon as, you know, I see him. And I want to deliver all those messages at the same time. And he just like, sorry, what did you say? <laughs> it's like, it's so annoying, you know? So you have to kind of find the right time for delivery. Yeah. And Timing is everything. It really is. Timing and style. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and your tone is, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because, because you, you know, and also how are they feeling at that time? Yeah. It's not just about you have to deliver that message is how are they feeling are they busy have they had a bad day um are they still got all those triggers in their head from you know when they were four and five and three yeah. you know so so if you can know that person it depends what you, you know if you value that marriage that relationship um it depends how much you value it and what you're willing to do to make mm. it better and and work 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 it through and you know one thing i found is um not discussing things with too many people because a yeah. lot of our, our, our culture is well what do you think and 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 you know what is terrible thing to do because you really have to find you know you know literally i i i do my god thing in my head and i, I speak mm. to him and be like you know please guide me and yeah and help me to find out what i did and how i could have done it better and guide me and and I go into myself and I think okay look at me you know peel it all back peel it all back and I'm three four five what, what I've had what my experiences are and I look at his life and I look at where he came from and, and his parents and how they behaved at home and how he was and what are the changes he's made to be with me you know and the changes I've made well we do because that's what we've been conditioned to do yeah. you know and they haven't, you know, and so, so what has he done and how much he does for me on a day to day basis, not just because we've just had this fight and I'm right yeah. and he's wrong and maybe I'm not right. Maybe he's right, you know, because if I think I'm right all the time, I'm just as narcissistic as he is. Yeah. So, so it's managing yourself, not just the person. So, so go back to the beginning of, you know, um, if you you know if you want something to change change something in you yeah and that that i did i have actually grasped it now it took me a long time that's to, actually the secret uh, sauce isn't it if you think about it I, I, yeah I, it, yeah it is and uh, and it's very um it's very important to to forgive and to bless and to mm. bless keep blessing you know i just do i do a lot of visualization techniques of 
I, bl- I bless my husband. I, d- I do that when I pray. I, bl- I yeah. ask God to bless us all, obviously, you know, um, and I do the individual thing and I do it constantly, not just when five times a day, you know, on the mm. prayer mark. That's not the only place for it. It's, it's you're living it. You're walking yeah. it. You're, you're eating breakfast. You, you're it. That is you. You know, it's not just, you don't, don't just keep it to five times a day. You have to, it's, mm. it's, it's you walking and talking and sleeping, you know, and, and, when, when you go to bed just if there's something that's bothering you don't just sleep on it and literally go through it in your head and think what well, how could that have been different you know how could I have been different yeah. and 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 you know not just accepting that okay that person's narcissistic I'm going to give them that label and mm. I'm okay then because it's their fault and they're narcissistic it, it has to be the value of that relationship the value of that person peel it all away, look at why they behave in such a way and yourself, not just, you know, apply that rule to everyone. And, and look at, you know, look at that person as a, you know, that the, obviously look, look how we're raising our kids. How, what are we doing every day? We, we're, we're affecting them. We are affecting their, their marriage in 10, 20, whatever years time, mm. because that's how they're going. We're shaping them. So how have they been shaped? How has my husband or, whether that narcissistic person is that you feel is narcissistic, how are they, have they been shaped and how can, you know, you're helping them to not be that, but you're also helping yourself because you're recognizing it in them and maybe in yourself too. No, I totally agree. And it's just doing that inner work and doing it and seeing things with empathy, um, Mm. putting yourself in their shoes. Mm. Mm. and you know there might be fear there they might be yeah they, they, they might even be in awe of you and and their way of behaving is well i'm the male boss so i will be like this you know so yeah so they, but you don't know they might be in awe of you and be absolutely you know besotted internally but they they can't handle mm. that because maybe it hasn't been handled in their family that a woman is in a you know powerful you're giving the woman a powerful position in your mind mm. and maybe that's not allowed i don't know it's just a, something to consider you know um so that there's so many different things to consider that we don't even know of so we think we know it all but we don't because what we know is all that everything we've been exposed to so far so there's a lot of learning to be to be get, getting on yeah here. and maybe going to find look at some self-help books because I did quite a lot of that and it really helped yes, me. I did as well. It Good. really helps. Yeah, really. Because it, you kind of, it opens your eyes to different things. You think, well, hold on a minute. You know, that, um, you know, the, the uh, father, the sort of adult child, you know, the relationships that you are, you know, am I being an adult here? Am I being a child here? And how am I treating them? So the, uh, the, uh, the relationship should be adult, adult, but actually sometimes we're children and we want mm. the adult. So it's that attention seeking. Maybe I'm asking for too much. Maybe I'm attention seeking here. And maybe, um, maybe they don't, they can't do it. Maybe they, they don't want to be the adult. Maybe they want to be the child too at that moment. You know? oh, so always getting back to the adult always getting back to the adult so and if you know more so if i if i've learned more i will then be able to help the person that i care about who is behaving in you know the way i don't want them to behave or mm. that's that's considered narcissistic you know in this situation so maybe i'll be able to help them and maybe explain a little break it down for them a little bit and explain 
No, I totally agree. Um, well, the other topic I was going to discuss was a lot of the sisters here are looking to remarry and they're looking to, or they're in the process of finding part, um, mm. husbands. Um, how do we look out for red flags? I mean, being there, having experienced, you know, that type of relationship before, how do we look out for signs in people so we don't, attract the same people in our life same same traits yeah i think um i think you really have to know yourself before you can move forward you can't go forward and so so for example when i wanted to get you know when i was marrying the first time and um for me it was islam was everything it was mm. it had to be a muslim person i was so impressed oh he's done hundreds three times and blah, blah blah you know all this and and so for me that was the driver so what is mm. your driver what is important to you and then i ended up marrying you know <laughs> a white english man from this country mm. and and completely the opposite and you know what i then looked at was you know as i said earlier that the, my my it wasn't the driver because i didn't need that person to be you know the same muslim person in their head that i am in my head because i'm i'm islam is for me it's internal and if he is that good person who whether he comes into the banner of islam or not he is that good person that if you put that banner there, if he was a Muslim, he would still be the same good person. Um, so at, for me, it was then very important to have a good man, a man that would be respectful of my child, first of all, before anything else, it was important for me to have respect and love for my child. So I think that that has to be there if you have children that, the love and respect for your kids um because again we are going to be we are raising so actually i wasn't very ready to get married again because then i just felt that you know i don't want to raise this child to be all mixed up and you know just because i want to remarry i want to, it had to be right it had to be right for my child first of all and then me that that was my my big thing personally for me mm. um and I think once you know yourself, once you have worked on your own self and done things for you, mm -hmm. um, like leisure things, leisure things too, you know, and interest things and hobbies, once you've done and read a bit more, maybe, I don't know, you know, on self-help, just because that's what I found useful. And mm. um, I think you can know then what you are comfortable with and you can know what you are willing to tolerate and willing to accept and so you will know your level so at the moment so so you, you know you may not know your level what 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 makes you happy what is acceptable to you and so you could meet 10 right people and not know that they are right for you because you don't know you won't know what 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 uh, you are happy with and that's all very personal mm. um so and i think you will you it will come naturally to you what you are willing to accept from people once you have worked on yourself yeah. and this and, and i think you know and it, it means working on yourself means doing things for yourself looking mm. after yourself putting yourself first and regarding yourself as you know with esteem 
and with mm. love and loving yourself, you will naturally make the right decision. You will fall into that, what this is acceptable and I'm going with this because I respect myself and I tolerate this and I don't tolerate this. And you will be able to make that decision based on what is good for you and what, because we're, we're so, we're so um, green. We're so mm-hmm. fresh because we don't actually have, you know, we're not even allowed to have thoughts, you know, because you're not going to fit into that category otherwise. And know that you're enough for yourself as well. Like, yeah, of course, because, because you, you've never been allowed to express, you've never been allowed to have thoughts, uh, a creativity. Now, that's a really good thing to do some creative things that you've always wanted to do. I mean, I'm doing, I make cakes now in the last few months because I've always wanted to do it. I always, so when, so I wanted to have a restaurant and to, um, you know, and, and I was actually saving and then obviously mm. I got divorced and we, you know, we split up and everything then was all oh, handle life, handle life. And, and so actually the things I wanted to do in my twenties, I'm now doing, I'm, you know, so I'm learning the, the Quran online and, um, I don't care what I'm age I'm supposed to do it at because mm. I'm doing it now. I'm doing it now. I'm doing what I've wanted to do now. Mm. And it's, it's my creative side that I'm developing. We're not allowed to do all of that. You develop it, go ahead. Why not? Yeah. You know, and, and that makes that really, I think that really helps. So, so for my children, I, I've always, um, you know, focused on, so my little one is five. And so he has, you know, one-to-one tennis lessons. He has, you know, swimming. And then I just sort of see if he really hates it or likes it, but I need to expose these things to him so he can decide whether he likes it or not. Well, I wasn't exposed to any of this thing of, do you like this? Do you want to try yeah. this? Do you want to try martial arts? Do you want to try drawing, painting, music? Oh, music. Oh, that's terrible because that's totally haram. You know, do you know what I mean? It's like, it was, why, why, why? you know uh, so to in order to play an instrument you know and in order to because look i'm not doing anything bad this is my creative side let your creative side develop and go for it you know whether you want to paint draw you know color in make a cake <laughs> so i so i felt all that was quashed for me and yeah and and so now yeah i'm developing myself i'm still developing and i still carry on you know um and, and it doesn't matter what people say, okay? It doesn't matter. So, so like, uh, my, my cousin's like, oh, wow, you're learning the Quran and online. It's, it's really good. I'm like, yeah, so not a big deal, but that's what I want to do. And I've always wanted to do it. And I'm doing it now. I've got the time. I'm doing it. You know, oh, you're making this or you're doing that or you can do it. Well, yeah, because that's what I want to do. So, you know, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, it's... You don't have to answer to anyone. No, I love You've been that. married. You've had this relationship. You've got maybe have children, maybe not have children. You don't have to answer to anyone but God, mm. right? And if you're comfortable in your faith with Allah, with what you want to do and you're happy, please don't listen to people. In fact, don't even tell them <laughs> because people will have that opinion. And you know what? It's best that you that you know you don't want. And now I do actually truly believe in you know, you know what they say about what people think of you is none of your business. Yeah. And yeah, great. Get on with it. You know, I'm. I know I'm doing the right thing by a lot, and that's the most important thing to me. That if I believe in this faith, and if I believe in God, and if I believe in everything, I'm going to behave in that way. And whatever your opinion is, 
is up to you and I don't even want to hear it. No, I totally agree with you there. Um, if you could give one tip to the sisters here who's listening, um, what would that be? I would say look after you, look after yourself, develop and nourish your soul, yourself, and find the happiness within you. Yeah. And look to look to your faith and ask God for help and thank him every single day, every day to be grateful for little things like I was picking tomatoes yesterday and I was grateful to my little plants for giving me all those tomatoes <laughs> still in the September. But find the happiness in the small things mm. because happiness is everywhere. It's yes. all around us and you just have to acknowledge it and look for it. And it is, it is there. It is, it's everywhere. And, you know, when I'm having or whenever I'm having a sad moment or a bad day or, you know, something negative, or I don't feel great. I still look at how good I am in the world and where I am in the world and what mm. God has given me. And actually it could be far worse. And actually he's given me life and I'm respecting the life he's given me and I'm developing it as much as I can. And I, I never sit around and watch TV or mm. chat for hours on the phone because I just think God's given me this life, this time, and I'm going to use it. And he's given us all these lovely things and opportunities and I'm, I just want to grab all of them as much as I can. And when you can do that for yourself and be a full person, you are then able to handle. You are the nucleus of your home. You are the center of your universe and your children, your families, you know, all around you. If you're, if you're good and you feel good about yourself, you will radiate that. And so you that. really would develop yourself and love yourself and allow yourself to love yourself because we're not allowed to do that because because you're always last on the list yes but no oh my god put yourself first give time to yourself respect the life that god has given you respect what he's given you and thank him every day for the tiny little things like i thanked him this morning for my lovely breakfast with my older boy and my husband and, and i love that moment yeah so look for all this happiness there is so much happiness there and look for it it's there all around you. I love that. How can people um, get in touch with you, Gazala? Because you do amazing cakes. Um, <laughs> going back to your creativity and everything. How can people get in touch with you? Okay, so I am on Instagram, um, and that's Show Off Cakes. And I also have another Instagram which I haven't developed too much. It's Show Off Chef underscore. So um, you can have a look there and. Um, I, I am on Facebook, details. but I'm not very active. I'm not really active on Facebook. I have some smattering of things going on there, but not that active. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate the time you've given me. Oh, it's lovely having you on here today. I'm going to put your links to your Instagram pages on the um, group. And yes. I've had loads of takeaways from your conversation today, and I hope this helps our sisters out there as well. I um, hope yeah. you have a lovely day, Gazilla, and thank you so much for sharing your thank tips you. and experience thank with you. us. Thank you so much, and I hope I have helped, and um, you know, people can take things away from this. So, thank you for your kindness, and um, um, salam alaikum. Salam alaikum, salam. Love is. Yeah, love is.